knows This is how the story goes She knows she's got everything That a woman needs To get a man Yeah, yeah How can she lose With the suit she used 36, 24, 36 What a winning hand Cause she's a big house She's mighty, mighty Just letting it all hang out Come all. Hi, my name is Adam. Hi, my name is Ryan. This is Ryan and Adam's show, the podcast you listen to yeah. on Wednesday for one hour, listener. Thank you. Or or any day after Wednesday. We heard Brick House by the Commodores. Now Ryan remarked to me that it is a remarkably sleazy song and In all the best ways. He <laughs> He, he may be right. He's definitely right. He may be right, but uh, I play that today because we are, are broadcasting for the first time ever Yes, from my new house. It's, it's not quite... Your first house? Yes, this is my first house, not my new house. I, I own this house. It's well. somewhere in Morris County. That's all I'll say. 
If you if you know, I you know you're, you're you're either in the know or you're not. I don't want to give away too much. I know when you told me not to, my first thought was I have to. I have to mention and, the exact location. Yeah, and you could just beep it, and then I'm like, no, 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 because I want to be able to say to you, don't mention such and such, and have you respect it. <laughs> right. So we have to respect each other. I will never tell anybody, not a soul. Where this, you live, unless you tell them or tell me I could tell them. This is a respectable podcast, listener. Remember that. But uh, I, I, I've been thinking about doing this for a very long time, ever since I closed on the thing months ago. And now we're here. We're, we're feeling it out, you know, because now we, we know how the Booten place feels. And so let's try out the place that's at, uh, I won't say, but yeah. let's try out your place. We're trying out. It's a little, it's a little hot. I, I know, and I'm sorry, because I know my balls are stinking. Yeah, you're a bit offensive with Do you the smell odor. Them? Tell I, me you smell them. I smell something. It's them, or it's the taint. Uh, I, I've never... Or the armpits. I've never sampled closely those things and hope to God to never. Yeah, but you know what your balls smell like. You think you think different balls smell differently? Uh, yeah, I'm going to... I. It's a hypothesis. It's just sweat. There's nothing else on these balls. Pe- people sweat differently. Okay. People uh, have different it microbiomes. Con- congeals differently, maybe. Yeah. People have all sorts of different uh, well, well, I don't know if things my, that factor into my it. My balls. Because of a um, a secret thing that me and you were doing, I was wearing two pairs of pants, uh-huh. these shorts and some Zubas, and so I produced some moisture down there. Or yes. in, it could be in the arms. I don't know. But you know what? What do you want me to tell? I'm a bigger it guy. Was, it was such a secret you had to wear two pairs of pants <laughs> so the secret doesn't come out. So you're not just offensive, so you would make me never want to do this in my house again. Oh, no, 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 no. So no. You're, you're... I don't mind coming here. It's not... I can't say where it is, but it's not far enough from where I live that it's a problem. Right. I like, don't mind... Like the last place I lived. <laughs> that wasn't too... Oh yes, yes. Yeah, you never yes. even you never even went there. Well, that was not in Morris County, was no, it? No, it was not. Okay, well, I'm a one county man. Well, I got to say, this is a a major upgrade from where I used to live. So uh, oh, you don't you even need to you don't even need to you know. So it all worked out for the better. It all worked out for the better. A year ago today, I would have never thought ever that I I I, and, I was living with my parents. And what did I with tell no you? No job a year ago today. I told you in six months you'd be doing better than me. And, and now, that, and and now people, I, I'm, an, I'm an inspiration to you, listener. That's what it, I tell everybody. You all do better than me. Don't worry about it. In six months, you can be doing better than Ryan, just, l- just like me. It's not hard. <laughs> it's not hard. I encourage you all. Just the smallest bit of effort. You got to make it all about you. I wanted to make it my triumphant all right, go, rise. You have a house. Who's saying? Who's, my triumphant rise. You did it. From, you succeeded. From my parents' You weren't even in your parents' house a year ago today. That's true. I was I was lower on the totem pole. That's, I was lower that's true. on the pole. For that moment, yes, you were. I think we're we're both doing pretty good. We're we're doing all right. Yeah. Neither of us are killing it, but neither of us are doing terrible. It's very cool. You have I won't say anything about it, but I like this place. I think it's a very cool house. Thank you. Sincerely, because you know, I would tell you if I thought it was shit. I you know, it's it's old looking, but it kind of in a cool way. I like it. It's cozy. Yeah, there's a coziness for sure. The the woman that uh, I purchased the house from, uh, she was uh, maybe about seventy years old, and she referred to it as a happy house. Well, what's she gonna say? It's do a nightmare. You, do you think? Do you feel the happiness, or do you feel more um, ghosts? 
Some people think that it's haunted, which I get, you know. That's not necessarily a bad thing, although I don't really believe in any of that. It was it was built in the 30s. I think it seems comfortable to me. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. It's a little steamy in the kitchen today. It, it was um, shockingly what I was hoping it would be, if, but without getting into too much detail. What were you, what were you hoping it well, would be? Well, again, because of something that we're doing. Oh, there's a secret. Yeah. The secret double pants thing. In which we needed a house. We needed a house. And then I thought, well, I hope they have this room, and I hope they have this one. I hope they stuff. And, mm. then, and then you come in here, and you're like, oh, this is perfect. It is a little steamy. You can't pop one of these windows open or something? These are very old windows with... Oh, look, the crank is on this one. I mean, Let's see. my place is very, very... I think my place is older. I feel like... But it's been redone. I feel like it, it, it would require too much gymnastics uh, to yeah. open this yeah, you don't while sitting. It. I don't want to break it on the podcast because yeah, yeah. then I'll get angry. Because it is a little and, steamy. It's not helping the smell. Well, when, <laughs> Once we take a song break, we will... I'll attempt. I can give it my full attention. Well, well go ahead. Let's talk about your place. Go ahead. You did it. Oh. Well, I, well, yeah, I, I, you must I, have more. You made a big stink. What else you got? Oh no, that was <laughs> that was it. I, I just wanted to, um, I don't want to say pat myself on the back because I don't want to pat myself on the back. Pat yourself on the back. Why? Who else is gonna do it? No one. I, I don't expect a pat on the back. I don't want to praise. Oh, everybody wants myself that. too much. Go ahead. I just you am grateful. That's the word. I'm. So grateful to be in this position. But aren't you grateful towards yourself? You did it, right? Yeah, I with some I, help. I, I but suppose so. Yeah. yeah, with the help of uh, some people, but you did it. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I have a lot of gratitude. Yeah. So I'm not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I. This is sounding too self congratulatory. I don't want to sound Go like ahead. a jerk off. I'm just happy to be here. I. You know, we don't I, only have to put ourselves I didn't even, down. I, I didn't even want to get out of bed a year ago today. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. I think that that's worth noting. That you can get out of bed now. If if you're having trouble, listener, getting out of bed, it's not it's not over. It's <clears throat> not over. Just there you go. I, I mean, I, I don't want to give any advice. I know. I hate doing that too. Yeah. <laughs> what but, the fuck? Because everyone's different. Yeah. What, I can't give any advice. You pull yourself up from your bootstraps. Don't wa- yeah, wallow. Stop being a lazy piece of shit. Get, Be like Adam. Get out of Ryan's <laughs> house. After you watch the 90th episode of Deal or No Deal, yes. get off the couch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I always say, I'm at rock bottom for those who need it. Well, I, I feel I feel like a, a jerk off now. I well, feel like I've had, I, I'm I'm getting a little self conscious of my no, own self congratulatory bull BS. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, "Hey, I did a good job, and I'm proud of myself." What's wrong with that? All right, I've never done it. We'll, we'll leave it at that. I've never done it. I think it sounds like something a douche would say, but if, <laughs> <laughs> if that's if that's how you want to feel, that's, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. All right, I want to dive into some emails, okay? Oh, we're getting rain right emails. All well, right, a couple, you know, okay. we'll do a couple. Um, now this is a an audio email, and save I have, some for next episode. That's yeah, all I'm saying. I, I haven't listened to the audio, but the I, I um, think I did. The question mark is: So you want to be a dad? Dot 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 dot. Uh, this is sent from Chris Carr, uh, frequent emailer, and it's an MPEG four file, and it just says parenting. So I'm going to click it and see. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. It just his his kids. 
his kid, two kids screaming, <laughs> crying in what sounds like the car. Yeah. Chris, you should have never gotten into that car. You know what? You know what? I never said I wanted to be a dad, but I, but I will say I don't think he would trade it. But I get no, it. I, no. But I understand his, his joke. This was yes. some probably would, but <laughs> this was a joke. I'm glad that you were able to turn that moment into a a beautiful thing that all of our listener will hear. All of our listener have heard your two child. If you want to hear kids cry, you listen to our show. Exactly. <laughs> and we'll have fun with it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Chris DeFercar. Thank you. We, See, we, you can send anything. We also have a massive email here, uh, subject line nightmares. Uh, this is from our uh, previous guest, Dylan Jacobus. Oh, I haven't, I haven't read this one yet. Uh, Great guest that we just had on the show. And I'll jump right into it. I've got to tell you guys about this dream I had last night. It was Christmas time in Denville, New Jersey. I was watching a version of Twas the Night Before Christmas at the library where H. John Benjamin did the voice of Santa Claus. That's that's the guy who does like Bob's Burgers. and Yeah, Bob's Burgers, Archer, Home Movies, okay. bunch of shit. Great, very cool guy. It started to blizzard. The snow was getting all over the books and everybody was running around trying to close the windows, but it was no use. The librarians got into a huge fight and everything was ruined. When I got out to the parking lot, there was an old man who looked like a Muppet in a jalopy <laughs> and a guy who looked like a jacked Freddie Mercury on a motorcycle doing circles around the place trying to hit everyone, but I fought them and won. My sisters were in the parking lot for some reason, so I gave them a ride home. Yeah, that's, that's dream logic. Um, that was me editorializing. I'll, I'll continue. But before we went home, we stole a couple things from the parking lot and planned on dropping them off in different places around town. So we weren't really stealing so much as just being annoying. And it was dumb stuff too, like a traffic cone and pieces of mulch and stuff. We met up with you two guys. Oh, oh me and you. Uh, it's waiting for me to show up. Jeff and Nick P, former guests, in the Acme parking lot to show each other our spoils. Apparently, you were all in on the scheme too, but that was a bad idea because the cops were right there and arrested us. Oh, no. Maybe this was because that police academy thing. Man, they, the. <laughs> I think you you uh, struck something in his subconscious, yeah. and it's it's slipped into his dreams, and now it's slipping into our inbox. Okay, continuing on. Details disappear as quickly as they appear. Dream logic again. Anyway, I told the cops I'd take the heat for my sisters, which turned out to be a bad idea because one of them had stolen an Amazon package in had stolen an Amazon package in her possession. So I got much worse charges than Ryan and Jeff. Like I was actually going to go to jail. It's a horrible dream. I've I've had it. I got to go home until my court date until my court date though and went to sleep. Also for some reason I threw my jeans in the trash because they had the stench of a crime on them or something. And now you're wearing those jeans. Yeah, I'm wearing today. them currently, yeah. Oh. This, this this email is like a David Lynch movie. Yeah, it's, well, it's a dream. Yeah, true. You know, that's what it's like. It's somewhere between a dream and a nightmare. All right. Uh, well, who can tell the difference sometimes? I can't right now. That's for certain. <laughs> I woke up and thought, woo, that was all a dream. Then I saw my jeans in the garbage can. 
with the summons paper sticking out of the pocket. So my mom drove me back to the Acme lot and we saw Jeff and I waved to him, but he did not wave back. Then I actually woke up. So my question, all right, we got to the question. My question for you guys is, do you ever have nightmares where you wake up, but you're actually still dreaming and it goes on for a while and you know it is a dream, but also kind of think it might be real, like a lucid dream you have no control over? This happens to me a lot, and it's very scary. Seasons greetings, Dylan J. Um, Thank you for the email, Dylan. This did happen to me uh, about a month ago. I woke up screaming. I woke up. I I do that maybe once every two years. Yeah, I've done it. And the reason why I woke up screaming is because in the dream, I was basically dreaming from my point of view in my bed, and it was as if somebody. <laughs> The idea of you waking up screaming is funny to me. Well, somebody... (laughs) Yeah, it was... Well, I'll explain. Somebody was, like, at the side of my bed and was jumping at me like he was going to stab me. Nice. And I woke up screaming, but also, for whatever reason, I guess I was, like, breathing, mouth breathing, sleeping. So my, my throat was really super dry. So the scream was like... It was was very shrill high, and it sounded so stupid. But then I I was, you know, my heart was pumping. God damn. It was some sort of adult night terror or something. I, I'll be honest with you. I wake up uh, very, very often in a, like, state of panic. I get, get, like, nighttime, like, I don't want to say panic attacks. (laughs) I'm not even going to get into what the dreams are. I wish they were as fun as like, oh, I thought I was awake and a guy jumped at me. They're a little weirder and darker than that. And I wake up like, (laughs) and then I go, and then I have to talk myself down. Relax. It was just a dream. I have to actually like have a moment. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's going on with me. This is fairly new. This is within the last few months. Uh... I don't know. It starts to feel like you're losing your mind, though. You start to fear going to sleep. Sleep becomes like a battle. I'm, I sort of hate it, to but be honest. Have you ever had the double dream, though, where I don't, you I'm trying wake to, up from your dream? I don't think so. And, and then I, wake up again. I don't recall. I was just in. Co- I was just commenting on waking up screaming. I don't recall if I've had. I could be dreaming right now. Yeah. I don't recall if I've ever had the double dream. I don't know. I don't know if I have. Do you have your totem? I also don't often remember my dreams. Nice. Inception. Um, (laughs) uh, You know what I kind of hate with like in that movie or something or anything where people are like, well, what's the difference between a dream and reality? Like that movie doesn't make any goddamn sense. It, no, it doesn't. It does, but it, it does. It does, but it's annoying. It's I, annoying that you have to have so much exposition to explain it. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna compliment it, no, but it makes sense. It doesn't make any sense. If we watched that movie, I could explain to you what was going on. I could. I think you would think you were explaining to me what was going on. I don't actually think it's that confusing, to be honest. I never saw Tenet because everyone said it was super confusing, and I thought, I don't give a fuck. I don't even want to bother. But I actually didn't think Inception was that confusing. I just didn't really... I just... I don't I don't care to go back and rewatch it, but I understood it. I don't think you did. The point <laughs> is, is... There's, I, I don't agree with the sentiment of, like, who cares if it's a dream or not? It's okay. Like, it's like, no, I want to be awake. Yeah. I'd like to be awake. The movie made sense, but who cares? It doesn't matter. It didn't make sense. It didn't make sense to you because you have a small peanut yep. brain. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why. 
And so it didn't make sense to you. That's exactly why. Don't you hate when people go, you just didn't get it. It's like, well, yeah, if I didn't, that, that always stings a little bit. But for me, I was like, if I didn't get it, and if all these people don't get it, it did a very, it did a bad job. <laughs> it did, it, 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 a movie is supposed to be got. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Or, or if it's a Lynchian thing, then you're not supposed to overthink it, I think. But, Sometimes getting it is not getting it. Right. Sometimes the purpose is like, it's meant to be confusing. I think the problem with Inception and a lot of that guy's movies is that his ideas would work better as TV shows where you have time to explain everything. He has made such a tight knit fucking thing of rules. And so you need somebody explaining everything that happens. Do you understand the reason this is happening is because of this. And you go, that's not, I actually like exception, but to a certain degree, it's like, that's not that fun. It's not that fun to just have to be like constantly like, wait, what did that guy do? Why is that? It gets annoying after a while. I like it when movies get better each time you watch them. And sometimes that also means understanding them more each time you watch them. But it's not like mutually exclusive. Agreed. Like, yeah. I, I don't think if I if I were to watch Inception twice, I would like it more. Well, I've seen it maybe four times. I think I when because I got the DVD and I watched it a couple of times. I think that does help. At the same time, if you don't want to rewatch a movie, yeah, I, that's I, a thumbs down to the movie. I have very little interest to rewatch that. I, I can't tell you. I'm gonna. That was what ten years ago. I don't know that I'd ever rewatch it. I kind of want to rewatch Interstellar though. That one I think made more sense. Yeah, I don't know for for whatever reason McConaughey brought the Nolan down to earth enough for me. They kind of like balanced each other out in I, a way. I don't know. I think Nolan. I like some of his movies, but I I'm not one of these guys. It's like, oh, they're all masterpieces. It's a, it's a little too serious for me. I don't know. I, I haven't seen the last. Well, I was talking to somebody, okay. and we were talking about Gladiator. <laughs> and it was it was a pal of mine, Steve, who who may be on the show soon. Oh, and I won't. I, I I'm not gonna say exactly what he said because I don't want to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. But he was saying he hadn't seen Gladiator in a long time, so he didn't want to comment on it. Okay. He likes Alien, Blade Runner, but and he thinks uh, you know really Scott's a great director. But he was saying that and I totally agree with him. I burped. Those movies. Something about Ridley Scott is so humorless that sometimes his movies, like Gladiator. Mm-hmm are so dry. And so you just mentioned that about Nolan, and that, that's kind of how I feel about Ridley Scott. Mm-hmm. So like Gladiator should be a really fun movie. It should almost be like silly. Like it should be a really like, not silly like they're like, you know, you know, but it should be a very like, we know this is like crazy. It's gladiators. They're fighting tigers. There should be like a fun. Well, I thought it was like that, but in a Shakespearean melodrama that's kind I, of way. That's what I don't like. I don't like the, I, it's too dry. It's so dry. It's so self-important. It's oh, so, like Russell Crowe is so. I, Are we really uh, talking about gladiator again? Well, okay. Gladiator aside. talking about gladiator for five episodes in a row. <laughs> gladiator aside. I don't like movies that seem like they should be silly, but they're so super serious. Has all right. I don't want to bring it back to Gladiator. No, go ahead. Bring it I, back. I, to Gla- I just don't. There's no humor in Gladiator. Yeah, but it's not really supposed to be. I don't know that I've ever seen a movie that I liked that had zero humor in my life. I don't know. I think they're well. King Phoenix his performance is kind of funny. Oh well, yeah, but thank God for him. That's where. That's where. 
I, I don't think, think it generates. I don't from. think he got that direction. It's but, not in the script. That's him. But I, I never have heard anybody be like, that movie should have been sillier than it was. Silly might be the wrong word. <laughs> I like something, I like a little, it should have, it should have been lighter. Mm-hmm. I think it should have been lighter. Okay. I, I, I think uh, it should have been more fun. How's that? Well, then, then you also don't like 300. I hated 300. Yeah. Why didn't you like 300? Hated it. Um, I thought it sucked. That's why. <laughs> that, that's it? We can't elaborate I saw, on well, it? Well, I haven't seen it since. It wasn't was like a high seven. school thing where the jocks liked it. No, no. So as a matter of fact, I was excited for it. Mm-hmm. And I know, yes, that does happen sometimes where I don't like something <laughs> in high school because of the people that like it. But I was excited for 300. I read the comic, Frank mm-hmm. Miller, because I had just seen um, Sin City. Right. I was actually excited for it. And me, Chris, and Jeff, former guests, all went and saw it and were like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. I swear to you, I remember us all sitting through that movie and getting about halfway through, and we were all like, this sucks. This is just like so fucking... Because it was so... Again, even though it's filmed in a kind mm. of a goofy way, it was just so fucking self-serious. With I don't like Snyder. With the slow-mo and the like... Oh, Christ. I mean, Again, maybe I don't like that genre, but like... I just I, I I can't take it seriously. It's ridiculous. So it's like have some fun with it. It's boring. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going. I'd, I'd I'd have to see it again. In fairness, I haven't seen it since. But I remember being like, what's even going on? Yeah, I haven't seen it since. When what year did that come yeah, out? I think it was oh seven. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. High yeah, school because we were in high school and it was after Sin City, which was I don't six. remember it being boring, but I don't really remember it. At all. At all. Same. So I'm only going by my memory of how I felt then. I have I couldn't tell you a scene other than the famous This is Sparta. And there was a, a sequel that I did not see. What was it? Three hundred and one? Yeah. Was it really? No. Three hundred Rise of an Empire. Yeah, two thousand seven. Frank Miller. And he's he fucks up sometimes too. But at that time, we yeah, were he all did pre- he did the what the Saint movie, yeah, that Spirit was, or whatever. Oh, the Spirit that was no. And some good. of his comics are bananas. But at the time, we were all pretty excited on him, and like, I just I felt like it. I just felt like it blew. I don't know if I've ever seen what Zack Snyder looks like, but I'm looking on his Wikipedia page now. He looks like the kind of guy you would run into at. Like a CrossFit class. <laughs> I don't even know what he looks like really either. Yeah, he's just he just looks like a. He stinks. He's a fifty-five-year-old. Uh, he looks like a like a retired football player. I don't even want to like get into him because it's so like Snyder. Oh, I don't even give a fuck. Well, I, I, I'm so bored of him. I'm just curious. All right, so his first movie was the, the remake of Dawn, Dawn of the yes, Dead. Yeah. Oh, and he direct, that was okay. And he directed the Watchmen movie. And that movie was a was a disappointment to me. Yeah, I kind of liked it there's aspects i like but it's all stuff from the comic that he just kind of filmed like in the comics so that's cool but like the movie itself i don't think is a very good movie and then uh he did the the superman man of steel movie yeah, i didn't, didn't like see that it. i didn't like it and then those justice leagues i, only, I, didn't, I didn't see, see. them either yeah this guy i mean he he's did got, that sucker punch thing right i don't know what that is what it's is like, that it's like girl 300 they're all like slow-mo and colorful and and punching each other, I think. Hmm. Well, I mean, this guy's he's, <laughs> this guy's got his hands in the right cookie jars because he'll uh, yeah, of course. he never needs to work another day in his life. People compare him to sort of like a Michael Bay. They know how to make a lot of money and make franchise, and good for them. Oh, he directed a ZZ Top video. I was unaware of World of Swirl. 
I don't know that ZZ Top song, 94. I don't know. Beats me. And he directed Soul Asylum videos. It's funny, all these videos he directed, some, like, it's all big artists, like ZZ Top and uh, Rod Stewart, <laughs> My Chemical Romance, but none of the... Uh, the songs that you the know. The songs that you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of funny. There you go. Zack Snyder trivia today on uh, the show. I, uh, did you like 300? Oh, well, like I said, I don't really remember it. But I mean, at the time. At the time, I remember not hating it, if that makes any sense. Well, maybe it was the hype versus the disappointment. Who was in that? Gerard? Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler? Gerard Gerard. And he was... Gerard isn't... It it was mostly uh, unknown actors. He was kind of unknown at the time, was he not? I believe that was like his first big thing, and everyone thought, we got to know more about this Gerard guy. (laughs) And what else was he in? Gerard, all right, we're going down a Wikipedia <laughs> K-hole. You know what's funny? Gerard Butler looks like Zack Snyder. They both look like they could be brothers. It's funny sometimes directors sometimes will dress their main characters up to like, look like them. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nolan has done that. Like Leo in Inception kind of looks like Christopher Nolan, where they just like, oh, he's gonna be a real big badass. He's gonna wear a suit and slick back hair, and it's like, okay. You big nerd. They're all big nerds, movie makers, right? You'd hope. Mm. Well, Gerard Butler's, one of his first big credits was Tomorrow Never Dies. Look at that. James I didn't even Bond. know Gerard was in that. Who? Uh, maybe we did. He know. was the leading seaman. Seaman. He was the leading seaman <laughs> on the HMS Devonshire. Uh, uh. <laughs> seaman. He was in Dracula 2000. And did he play Seaman in that? What were the some of the 2000 movies? There <laughs> yeah, was Dracula 2000. I love 2000, that South Park did that joke. Blues Brothers 2000. Yeah, you might have... You oh, what else? Um, I kind of wish they'd bring that back. You know when they have movies where they don't know what to like title them, like Halloween yeah. and Candyman? I think just add the year. And it's like, oh, we don't know what to name Halloween it. Halloween H2O was sort of like that, not 2000. Halloween Water. But why not just call it Halloween 2018? Halloween Candyman. 2018, Can- it rhymes and everything. Candyman 2020, 2021. Instead of like, you know, trying to come up with like, let's name it the same title. By the way, yeah, I, the 2000 thing was a great like yeah. shtick for a while. If if you listener can remember any other titles where 2000 was slapped at the end of it, please email us the truth, Ryan Adam at gmail.com. Because we can't remember. Ryan's Googling it now. So maybe you don't need to email us. Well, if you have one that I have not come up with. I'm also not seeing... Gerard was also in Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, Cradle of Life. Uh, I don't remember that movie, but I think I saw it. Uh, he was in Phantom of the Opera. He was the Phantom in Phantom of, of the Opera. These are all important things you need to know next time you're at bar trivia and Gerard Butler's name comes up. That's why we're doing this, listener. Heavy, heavy Metal 2000. Oh, yeah. Heavy Metal 2000. Cherry, Cherry 2000. Death Race 2000. People have... It's yeah. a whole uh, little Reddit page for this. Oh, well, yeah. It wasn't Death Race 2000. Wasn't... That, I don't that think that was... was yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like a futuristic thing. Uh, yeah, look. They got like 2001 Space Odyssey. It's like... It doesn't count, guys. How did we wind up on here? We went... We bounced from Gladiator and into 300, and now we're on Gerard Butler's page. Oh, I don't and know. And I'm done. He's he's from Scotland. He's not as good as Sean Connery, not by a long shot. No, he wishes. He wishes. 
The, uh, the new uh, James Bond looks like it's finally going to be released, but a bunch of movies got pushed again. Yeah, well, you were telling me that it, On the ha- show. it has to be. Oh, so we already talked about yes, it. Yes, yeah. Oh, man. Look. I need to only talk to you when <laughs> microphones are on us so I don't rehash things and talk about Gladiator and James Bond 15,000 times. You want to talk about who we were going to have on as a guest? Uh, we'll talk about who we were gonna go have on as a guest after, after the middle song, after this song break. Okay, and uh, maybe you can guess with this Frank Stallone. convince me to play Steely Dan on Ryan and Adam's show, but playing Dirty Work seemed appropriate. I don't hate Steely Dan. Don't love him either. But uh, Okay. I don't want to talk too much about that. That's fair. That's we fair. have something more important to talk um, about. Um, We had a guest that we were going to have on the show. Uh, 
uh, Michael K. Williams, <laughs> who unfortunately, uh, tragically died. And uh, but it was but then we got another guest, and uh, he was uh, Ben Best, the creator and uh, actor from Eastbound and Down, also tragically died. You know, we should have ISIS booked for this show, <laughs> and then they would all die. So then we got. Uh, another guest that we were going to have on this show, and he's unfortunately now also a dead guy, and uh, it's very sad to say. They're all sad, but this one was a, a real punch in my gut, mm. and it was uh, Norm MacDonald. Yeah. and uh, Huge bummer, and I think he would have loved our, uh, our running gag about having guests, and it seems like something yeah. he would like. Well, that's why I sort of didn't mind... <laughs> Getting doing yeah. what I just did. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's impossible to say that he hasn't influenced my sense of humor or many's. I actually um, believe I can judge somebody's taste in comedy based on whether they like Norm or not. I feel good hearing that because then I'm like, okay, cool. Because Norm is one of those guys. I always say, like, I liked it better as a kid and blah, blah, blah. Norm is one of those dudes that I don't know why, but I always liked norm i I, watching reruns of snl as a kid or he had that sitcom or i remember he would have like a sketch show or a news show or some show that would last like a week that i wanted to see every time he would have something new i always really liked norm i just i he's he's the best what i loved about him is that he made jokes for himself yeah and if you didn't think it was funny he did not care he, he said, at all he said one time i think he said like um comedy is surprise so if you make a joke and it makes nobody laugh what's a bigger surprise uh, yeah. than that? <laughs> like that was funny to him he I, a bunch of people are doing podcasts on him uh Artie said something mm-hmm. um uh, conan did one and uh, i just heard the wtf but who uh someone else did a whole thing about him oh bob saget did right who directed dirty work but um in the conan one they were saying that uh, norm was like a uh like a mischievous child Yes. Where it's like he got off on uh on just <laughs> on doing what he wasn't supposed to do. I mean he got fired for making OJ jokes. Yeah, that's incredible. I just ah I, I just his delivery is so he was such so so unique and weird. I can't remember a celebrity death that felt like as much of a punch to the gut for me. Yeah. I cause normally I'm like, you know, deaths obviously in your real life are are very effective, but a celebrity, I'm usually like even sometimes real life, it's like okay, it is what it is. I mean, I remember Robin Williams's really, that that one was probably the yeah, worst one for me. Which Norm uh, did a tribute thing for, mm-hmm. and, and that one was that one's the first one that pops into my head of being like a punch. But Norm, it sounds crazy, but it felt like a loss to me. It felt like like it it bothered me. It really did. Well, I, I'm gonna say this: you're not gonna believe me. The listener's not gonna believe me. But I was at work and. I've been going on this big comedy kick. I've been listening to Pete Holmes' yeah. po- podcast, and I watch Pete Holmes' um, crashing show. You're on, a, you're on a Pete Holmes kick. Yeah, and then and in crashing, he, he has all these comics, including Artie, who I've always always loved. Same. Artie, yeah, um, come on his show, and it's Artie's about, good in that show. Yeah, too. it's about comedy culture in New York City and club culture. Did you finish it? I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, I'm working on it. But I'm kind of on a little bit of a comedy kick. So I'm trying these different comedy podcasts out. I'm not a big podcast listener, despite I, having one. I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts. I'm a big fan of it. And um, I went online. I was bored on my lunch break at work. I wanted to get tickets to any comedy show I can find. Yeah. And I'm, 
I'm looking, I'm scouring the internet, just looking for comedy shows, New York City, comedy shows, uh, New Jersey, um, New Brunswick, whatever yeah. that is called. Nearby, yeah. Nearby. And I see Norm MacDonald, Terrytown Musical. Yeah. Now, I've, A, would have, would love to see Norm, and B, I, I used to work at the Terrytown Musical oh, a lot. Wow. And it's a really awesome venue, but I've never been there as a spectator. So I, I'm thinking... All right, let's, let's put these in the cart. I'm gonna I'm gonna put them in the cart, and I'm gonna I'm like one click away. I would have went with you, by the way, from buying. Not these, saying I was invited, but these norm tickets. I get distracted. I finish some things at work. Um, maybe about an hour goes by, and, and I get the the text from you. Wow. I couldn't. I know you told believe me that. it. The tab was open. When you told me about it, I, I, it's I, Tom. A bunch of former guests and and friends texted me, but Tom's was the first one I saw, and I, I, I was like, no, 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 no yeah. that can't be right. That's crazy. I was like, which Norm? And he has sort of vanished. He has sort of. He was doing a thing on Instagram. He did a thing on YouTube, and Netflix, and he was doing something on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like he kept working, and then he kind of vanished. And I said, no, it can't be. And then I looked it up, and it was like, ah. Oh. And I and then I texted you, and you said that to me. And it was like, ah, oh my God. I'm so happy that I did see him, which I guess he had cancer at the time. He's had it for like nine years. Yeah. And he, and I just watched his stand-up, me doing stand-up. He has so many bits about having cancer and his fear of death and how he would like to deal like privately if he had. I mean, he talked what, about- What was his bit? He had a bit about stomach cancer, right? The bowel cancer. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and he said, uh, he goes, everyone has to wage a battle. And he's like, my uncle has bowel cancer. And he, his, his battle is that he lays in bed and watches Matlock. <laughs> and and, he, and he, he was talking about alcoholism. And he's like, I think that might be the best disease. And he goes, imagine an alcoholic coming up to my uncle and saying, what are your symptoms? And my <laughs> uncle would be like, well, it's constant bowel bleeding. And it hurts. And it's a dull, horrible pain. What's yours? And the drunk would just be like, I get happy and talkative. <laughs> Obviously not you know, kidding. But like, I mean, he made a lot of jokes that definitely would offend people and probably did a lot of things that would offend people, but that was his shtick. Yeah, he's, he stayed, pure, he never... Pure comedy. Yeah. That was his shtick. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, he talked so much about it and he would say, like, I would deal with it privately and all that. And so then when, as soon as I heard he had had it for that long... Anyway, I'm glad that I saw him and I would happily have seen him again. And I almost saw him in 2010 and I blew it off. And I'm so glad that I found, that I ended up going and yeah. seeing him because it was so... I remember the show. It was a great show. He... He clearly was making new material. There were rumors of a dirty work too. I don't know if that was a joke. Uh, he was kept working and 61. It's just such a fucking bummer. It's such a bummer that there's no more norm appearances on Conan or anything. Like it's just like, oh man, what a loss. It really bothered me. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, one of the articles that might have been the New York Times written that his legacy is all in the you must see this clip. Yeah, that's the famous and I like Heidecker and all these comedians were posting like this was the clip that I had to tell all my friends like you gotta see this or oh yeah. Like even Matt, Matt would always uh, former guest Matt has that joke and a lot of listeners might not know this. It's a norm joke. Matt has that joke where he goes off talking about a horrible like Albert Fish or Hitler or somebody is and, and goes into detail and then goes, Yeah, he's a real jerk. Yeah, that's a that's a norm joke. Like, it, uh, you know, just is <laughs> a great fucking. He had this great YouTube podcast where he would have guests on, and mm. it, it went to Netflix, so they took it off YouTube, 
And the Netflix one was good, but the YouTube one was better. And you have to like kind of like dig to find them. And it was so funny. And yeah, he had a, I believe he had our, one of our cameo guys on there. Um, the dude from Raymond and, uh, Oh, uh, Fred Stoller. I believe it was Fred Stoller that mm-hmm. he did that joke to. He told, he went on and on about Albert fish <laughs> and the grave, horrible detail. And then just goes, yeah, he was a real jerk. <laughs> And then you, what was that thing you sent me where he was supposed to not host, but he did, he got oh, like roped, yeah. he got roped into doing a red carpet event for some stupid award show. It was like during like when people, it was like a YouTube internet award show. Yeah. Like so stupid. And they had him, a, a guy, I can't think of his name and Jenny Slate and, uh, and it was like, everyone has to dress up. And Norm showed up in sweats. And the whole time, he's just mocking. He keeps going, all the stars are here. And then he would read the YouTubers off of a piece of paper. It was great. And I mean, it, and then he talks to Lonely Island. Of course, they just end up talking about Hitler the whole time. Oh, dude, that was too good. <laughs> it's, it's they're so telling good. us to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they go, like, how can he be talking about this? He was just right like, now? if I went back in time to kill Hitler... Maybe I would fall under his gaze. Oh my god! His beautiful eyes. I would join him. (laughs) Because he would always joke about how, like, people always said he was a silver-tongued devil, and then you see videos of him, and he's just like the biggest. I just see the the producer at the TV station like ripping cables out of the wall, like freaking out (laughs) that he's saying that. Oh god! Just but he didn't care. He just was like that was it. He just. It's, and it wasn't like I'm going to be a troll and be an asshole. It was just whatever's funny. And, yeah. and, and that – talking about movies now, I think they all should have some level of humor in them. You need that to get through like anything. And that dude was just – you could tell – I think he, he in WTF he talks about he was raised on a dead farm and shit. I think right. he was like a really sensitive kind of odd guy. And, and you could tell comedy kind of was like – that was his obsession. And he was just funny, man. He was just a funny motherfucker. Yeah, I remember um, him on uh, WTF, I think, was one of the first podcasts, one of the first 10 podcasts I ever listened to in my life. And, it's like 2011. And that that was a really intense talk because yeah. he had a, a major gambling problem. Oh, yeah. He was a compulsive gambler. He lost all his money like three, two or three times. Yeah, that's, that's a really uh, hard <laughs> habit to break there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, hearing him talk about that while also being extraordinarily funny was just—he was like a Russian novel lover and like <laughs> just a oh god, he was a he was smart, strange guy. You should read his book. What's his book called? It's uh, based on a true story. Okay, and it's like an autobiography, but it's totally fucking nuts. There's like a little bit of like a um, uh, fear and loathing kind of vibe to it, and it's just him telling these. <laughs> In the one part, he says he got fired from uh, Weekend Update because he wasn't telling enough OJ jokes. <laughs> like, it's a lot of stuff. There's one part where he goes, I'm going to tell you a Hollywood secret that nobody wants to talk about. It's super private, and I'm going to let you in on it. Believe it or not, Ronnie Dangerfield didn't get any respect. <laughs> like, it's like, it's it's just so good. It's very norm, and it's a great, uh, it's a solid book. I mean, yeah, he's in a, a class of comedian that I, I you just don't see anymore. No. I mean, all, a, a lot of these, are, are Canadians the funniest people? Because there's yeah, that's so the, many hilarious yeah. Canadians. That's like the classic, um, like almost cliche-like thing, but it's so true. There's so many funny uh, comedians from Canada. It's very, I don't know, 
maybe I don't know. Maybe it's because they come from more rural. I, I, well, I you got you got the kids in the hall guys. Oh yeah, you got Norm. Forget it, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Uh, Mike Myers is from there. That's right. He's from a Canada. A lot of people are from Canada. Dan Aykroyd, yeah. Canadian. Yeah, John Candy. Yeah. Yeah, they're all yeah. Tons of lovable. I think Martin ho- Short. Tons of them. Hilarious Canadians. Yeah, yeah. Funny people. I guess. I don't know. I've never met one personally. I mean, Nick Suen's kind of funny. <laughs> He's got a new podcast, The Jangala Show. Yeah, check out The Jangala Show. J A N G A L A. Spotify. Spotify. Right uh, after you're done listening to us talk about yeah. Canadian comedians. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's crazy, man. And I know that there's other celebrities that I've grown up with that when they die, it's going to be a bummer. But uh, that, I think, is the. Fr- and, and, and obviously, Robin Williams is was not only because we grew up with him, but because it was a suicide. But uh, the Norm one, really, that was a shock. It kind of came out of nowhere. You're yeah. just not expecting it. Yeah, really a bummer. And then now when I watch, I've been watching his stand-up and like everyone, and it's like, man, that guy's dead? It's very strange. Yeah. Uh, but, he t- you know. And you know how they, they would always – I've heard people talk about when Larry David would do stand-up. Yeah. And nobody would laugh at it except the comics. Yeah, the comics he, comic thing. Yeah, Norm was also yeah. a comics comic through and through. Yeah, everyone always talks about the uh, the Bob Saget roast. Oh, yeah. Where he, like, didn't want to roast his friends, so he just read all these old, like, <laughs> dad jokes. Yeah. And, again – I, I don't think it make I don't think I'm trying to sound like cool, but I remember watching that and just being like blown away by it, yeah. laughing my ass off. He, he stole the show, yeah. Without and he did it clean, yeah. You know? in, in in an arena that is just all, you know, the most horrendous things yeah. you could say to someone. And, and I think that's why. And yeah. he said he goes he he knew a bunch of people that did the William Shatner roast. And William Shatner's wife had just drowned. And everyone had to tell all the comedians, like, just so you know, don't make any jokes about his dead wife. And Norm heard that, and he was just like, oh, my God. Like, why are they making jokes about someone's dead wife? And so I think, he, you know, he really likes Bob Saget. So I think it was just like, I'm not going to, you know, brutally insult him. So I'll go the complete opposite route and make jokes about how his face is like a flower. A cauliflower. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and... It's amazing. It's the he makes it funnier than any of the other jokes. Like it's just it's so good. And then other other than dirty work, is there any other films? Yeah, he did Screwed. Oh yeah. Dave Chappelle and Dan and Danny DeVito. And it's not as good as Dirty Work, but it's still it's a movie starring Norm. Yeah, I I don't remember if I saw that or not. What's the premise? Um, he works for a rich lady and I can't remember why, maybe she's not paying him or something, but he decides to steal her dog and hold it for ransom. I think I saw it a long time it's ago. It's funny, but it's more forgettable than Dirty Work, which yeah. I just rewatched with that day that he died. I watched it with Tom and, uh, and it was great. That movie's so funny. You know, uh, I got to check it out again. Yeah. It's, it's so good. But I'm trying to, and then he has a lot of cameos and like Sandler movies. Oh, actually I did. I, I probably talked about this already. The European, uh, the European deuce Bigelow, yeah, European gigolo. The only good part in that <laughs> is when he is representing the Irish gigolos and he stands up yeah. in like a, a convention of gigolos and he, he does, and he starts going off. He, a, <laughs> he think he's in the first one in a cameo too. He says he's gonna stick the um the stirrer up his pee hole or something. But you you uh it's what's so crazy. We talked about this. We just talked about Norm because um was it was it who was it? Seamus that said he loved dirty work? Yeah. And 
we also talked, I believe on this show, you said that kind of like Shanling, when Norm dies, mm-hmm. all these comedians are going to come out and talk about how much they loved his comedy. And that's what's happened. That's what happened. Yeah, I honestly, it's kind of sad to say, but I didn't realize how big Shanling was until he died. Honestly, same. And, and, and I like the Larry these, Sanders show, but yeah, same. All these comedians that come out of the woodwork and they're like, this guy was the guy. An inspiration yeah. to us. And yeah. I think Norm is on that level. Yeah, I think so. The comedian's comedian. He 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 wasn't maybe as much of a mentor to people, but I think I think so many people have tried to do his style and you can't do it. Yeah. The dude it's just his voice. It's just <laughs> Yeah. He just fucking has delivery like it's genius. A style all his own. Yeah. Weird motherfucker. Never was like canceled, although it came close a few times. I'm sure he wasn't always a nice guy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know him. <laughs> But just was always funny. Bummer. Bummer that he's gone. Uh, Is that it? Uh, pretty much. I'm sorry should, if we bummed we, you out should, talking should, about a dead guy. <laughs> but we just, you know, had should to. check in? How are you doing? You're doing all right? Um, you hanging in there? I'm doing... Well, I know this Other episode, than your personal hygiene this being episode, a I've, cause for concern? I've talked about my hygiene. Uh, being bummed out that Norm died. I talked about having horrible dreams. I, I don't sound well. I think I'm about the same. I think I'm about I'm 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 at my usual. I think. Okay, you're at your usual level. I think so. How's, I, how's work going? Work going all right? <laughs> what are you, my dad? Uh, yeah, yeah, works all right. Uh, you know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Drive a garbage truck occasionally. I do some traffic. I, uh, you know, I'm doing my thing. I don't know. I I don't. It's gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't know where this is going. Like someone will be like, "How much do you get paid? Like, what do you plan on doing in the future?" Who would ask you how much you get paid? Uh, I, I, Billy. But people ask. Remember, he's also the one that asked me about uh, your four hundred one k or whatever. People are fascinated. What are your plans? What like? What do you ultimately? Where do you see yourself in five years? Quote a, a quote a norm joke. My big goal in life is to not die. <laughs> I don't have. Uh, I don't know. I, I I guess this is it. This is all I'm doing. I don't know. It's depress. I sh- I should be more proactive and less reactive. It's something I wish that I could uh, do. If I, let me tell you, if I could be less indecisive. And- How did you come to that insight? <laughs> uh, somebody must have brought no, that insight to your attention. Uh, what the preactive reactive? Proactive react. It's, it's reactive so, proactive. It's so funny, actually. It was uh, Brian Cranston. He was talking about Walter White and how Walter White was reactive and not proactive mm-hmm. his whole life. And, and that – this was years ago I heard that, but it always rang true to me of like that's my problem is uh, due to anxiety and other such problems, uh, I'm very indecisive and I'm very reactive. I mm-hmm. never make the choice to go after anything or to – that's a problem of mine. But will I fix it uh, before I die? Probably not. How about you, Adam? How are you doing? How are you feeling? You seem like you have something you'd like to talk about. I don't. I have nothing I'd like to talk about. I I, I need to just redirect this back to the gratitude. I'm grateful for a lot of things. Me so. too. I am too. You have to be. Yeah. So any problem I might think I have is so small in comparison to, uh, you know, to how how well things have been going not to rub it no no it's all good i don't mind that yeah i i i think if i got over my few problems i would be doing just as well if not better than you so i am not i'm not offended by that i i recently heard a guest on a podcast that i've heard a few times i won't say who it is but this guy tends to talk about success a lot 
Okay. And that's kind of a turnoff for me. So for me, I, I don't want to be... That's why I keep I keep using the word gratitude because that's not a dirty word to me. But, but just being like, I'm doing great. Isn't it funny, though? Look at me. You could comfortably talk about how bad you're doing. Yeah, but... But you can't comfortably talk about doing yeah, well. And That's interesting. That's an interesting insight to, I, to come up with 56 I, I, minutes into the show. I'm an interesting guy. But <laughs> isn't it all possible that, like, you're being humble, but maybe... Well, my problem is it's when I hear other people talk about their successes and it it's becomes like an Instagram thing where look at me, I'm on the beach well, in Maui. Look at how I hate those people. awesome my I, life is. I know. My problem is always, um, it's the same, is when I see other people in any scenario, when I see other people doing things and I think like, my first thought is like, ugh, look at this fucking person. I'm always very weary of not doing that, but what I'm realizing is that they're a lot happier than I am, and that maybe my judgment of well, them... maybe they're not happier than you are. Well, Maybe I'm, they're just putting it on Instagram. That's, you, 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 well, yes, on Instagram, sure. I'm you just can't saying, judge your insides to someone else's outsides. On the same thing, though, you can't judge you know, them on their outsides... That's like, exactly what I just said. Well then, well then, you should be okay. So then, don't feel like uh, I'm going to look like a douche. Yeah. Don't be like I don't want to look like them. Fuck that. Yeah. Do it anyway. Yeah, I'm being, being. Am I being? I'm being too apologetic for for being for, for, for having being some happiness for being authentically me in this moment. Now let's be honest. You're not doing that great. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's take a step back here. You know. You're not on. You're not on Maui, okay? You're doing okay. You got a house. What the fuck? Who doesn't have a house? You're doing fine. Who cares? Oh my God. You're not. You're not where you want to be. Right. You know? Are you even half? Are you even close to where you'd like to be? Yeah, I'm close. I'm you, close. You are? Yeah, I'm close. Really? Yeah, I've come to an acceptance. I'm pretty close to where I'd like to be. That's, you mean geographically? No, 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 no. I mean in life. In life. I mean, it's. I think it's a miracle that I've gotten as far as I have. So I'm. I'm happy with where I am. I'm. I'm close. I'm close enough to not complain. Wow. Yeah. I. I never really had a place in my head of where I wanted to be. I mean, there was obviously dreams, but we all know they die. And so then in real life, uh, I've never really had a like. To me. I, Frankly, I'd like it if we all just got together and, and had a few laughs and a few, you know, and get hung. together, have a few laughs. <laughs> if if every month uh, there were two days a month where all of our friends, uh, a variety of them, got together and had a good time and some laughs, and then went home, I, I'd be I'd be great. Maybe I'll do that here. I'd be great. Well, I mean, I don't need really much else. You know, I, I shouldn't I, have said that. I'm not inviting the listener. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> anyway. And, and you know, laughter is not the fucking cure for all things, but it does, you know, to go back to the norm thing, it does really help. Well, listener, I hope we cured you for an hour. We hope that it helped. If you want more curing, just put Norm MacDonald into YouTube yeah. and you'll you'll be cured all night yeah. long and then some. Or get some actual fucking help. What do I want? We're not therapists. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm not getting any help, but I, at least I don't blame anyone. I don't blame you, listener. Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, I will. Uh, are we done? We're done. I would end it on a norm joke, but I don't have a norm joke in mind. So, uh, what are you? Are you what are you going to? You play the song or the clip? The song. Okay, this is a song that I, I know he likes. He's a fan of this fella, 
and he used to say this a lot. So I'm just going to end it on a quote from him from Dirty Work that I've already said on the show. It's just easy. So uh, uh, email us the truth, ryanadamgmail.com. And uh, hello, real cops. I'm just an old chunk of coal. I'm gonna be a diamond someday Yeah, I'm gonna grow and glow till I'm so blue, pure, perfect Gonna put a smile on everybody's face I'm gonna kneel and pray every day Lest I should become vain along the way I'm just an old a chunk of coal now, Lord I'm gonna be a diamond someday I'm gonna learn the best words to talk Search and find a better way to walk Yeah, I'm gonna spit and polish my old rough fidget cell Till I get rid of every single flaw Well, I'm gonna be the world's best friend I'm gonna go around shaking everybody's hand, yeah Well, I'm just an old chunk of coal now, Lord I'm gonna be a diamond someday Oh, I'm gonna be the cotton-picking razor yeah. I'm gonna be a diamond someday